Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan. And today, we're going to be talking about Marvel films. That's right, we're going to be going through the back catalogue of some of our favourite and least favourite films from the MCU. Maybe a little bit outside the MCU. Maybe we talk about the Netflix stuff. Maybe we talk about the Sony stuff. We'll see how it goes. How are you doing, Nate? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm excited. This is... Feels like, like, a big part of modern history now. You know? Yeah. Like, if you're even remotely quote-unquote like nerdy mm -hmm. you've seen at least one of these films right mm -hmm. so it, it just feels like it, weirdly it feels like a momentous occasion even though it's just talking about these films that have been out for the last god knows how long it's yeah it's like what is it like iron man came out in maybe that 2008 2009 i think i think so i remember watching that in cinemas like that's how uh. long ago it was <laughs> I, I think i was still in secondary school it, it was a secondary school thing yeah because i remember iron man 2 came out in uh i feel like it was 2010 it came out and uh yeah okay it wasn't as good as the first one but anyway <laughs> um it's it's quite a momentous occasion these days for cinema when a, a big marvel film comes out because it's like established that itself in that sort of like it's one of the biggest movie franchises of all time at this point yeah I mean, they've done well for it, though. You know, like, it. they put in the groundwork to make this connected universe of films. Mm -hmm. And whilst we may have seen things like similar things happen before, I feel like nothing's been as successful as the MCU. No, especially, like, you look at, like, DC, for example. Like, they've, oh, they've attempted it, but, like, it's like the, the, like the Marvel MCU web like quote unquote <laughs> like the, the, the sort of like the different branches you can go off like down like it doesn't just have to be the avengers there's also like all these other heroes which aren't exactly tied into them yeah and it just all comes together and it's really they do it really well what they do for yeah and i mean you know they've done pretty good there's obviously stumbles here and there some films that aren't as good but you're never always going to be like a hundred percent you know you're not always going to hit home runs it's cool so off of that then if you had to pick, like, one, okay, what would you say is your favourite Marvel film? It's a, it's a tough one, because I feel like I've gone through phases of what my favourites have been. Um, because, like, more recently, like, obviously you can tell the quality between these films right now. Because, like, look at Iron Man 1, for example. It is a brilliant film. Yeah. But there's uh, there's certain things, if you look back at it, you're like, oh, okay, it's because it, it kind of falls into that sort of dated sort of thing right now. Yeah. Where it was the first one, so even though it was good, it still has kind of flaws here and there. Whereas you compare, compare it to something like Shang-Chi, for example, where Shang-Chi comes through with some of the like sickest action we've ever seen in Marvel movies. Um, but my favourite, my favourite, um, I love the Doctor Strange film. I love that one. Like, I think Doctor Strange has always been, before I knew, like, before he was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I, like, I knew about Doctor Strange uh, through my dad. Oh, okay. Uh, funny enough, because he, he told me about, like, some of his favourite, um, like, comic books back in the day. Uh, one of them was Four, and the other was Doctor Strange. Okay. And I, uh, when I played um, the Marvel vs. Capcom games as well, uh, that was, like, one of the first times I've seen him, like, appear, like, like in sort of newer media. Like, I think it's because Doctor Strange has that sort of, like, it's the mystical element sort of thing. And it's like, it's not like your typical, uh, like, here's Iron Man shooting off some laser beams and fighting bad guys. Doctor Strange is always, like, sort of that, like, supernatural kind of vibe about him. And, like, the sort of, like, 
uh, like the weirdness of it as well. Like I, I really enjoyed that. That was that was one of my favorites. And fucking Benedict Cumberbatch is playing him as well. So like, I'm a massive <laughs> fan of that guy. He's a good actor. Yeah, he, he's very good. It's solid choice. Solid choice for Stephen Strange. Yeah, but um, I, I I love the like Spider Man films. Like I love them. Uh, I think like Tom Holland is probably one like he's probably one of my favorite Spider uh, Spider Man. But nothing against Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire. They're both like they like we've all, like so many people have seen No Way Home at this point. So everyone's like, yeah, raving about them. It's barely a spoiler at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows this is a thing. But just in case, spoiler warning. <laughs> we just spoiled it for you <laughs> i mean like i if you haven't seen no way home by now and don't know about uh, andrew garfield and toby mcguire's like i think you've done well you've done really well to avoid those spoilers <laughs> you've done really well but also we're like technically by this point we're late to the game on that you know like we're, by yeah. putting this out we're late to the game if you haven't even seen things because of interviews after the film came out, where they basically just say it all the time now as well, then I don't know how you did it. You're a, you're a magician of some sort. Maybe yeah, you're, you're the like Sorcerer Steve, Supreme. Stephen, Stephen Strange level of avoiding spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you cast um, some spell where you just forgot everything. Like, <laughs> But um, yeah, like the Spider-Man films, Doctor Strange, I'd say Shang-Chi, Black Panther, like some of my top ones, I'd say. What about you, Nathan? What's, uh, what's some of your favorites? Um, for the longest time, I used to say Iron Man One was actually my favorite because I really liked that film. I and I used to always say that because as a kid, we used to watch the Marvel cartoons uh, on Fox Kids. Yeah. Uh, and I used to watch Spider Man or the Amazing Spider Man the nineties cartoon, which was amazing. And it often was followed up by uh Iron Man, but the Iron Man cartoon was always really boring. <laughs> yeah. And so for the longest, I actually hated Iron Man. I, as a kid, I thought he was the dullest character. And then this film came out and just flipped the script. Mm. And I suddenly cared about a character that previously I thought was just dull and all he did was wear a metal suit and talk. Yeah. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. brought that character to life, though, didn't he? he yeah, man. RDJ and in that role is amazing. You can see why he was like one of the highest paid actors like, oh yeah was he was he the highest paid actor in he that? was the highest paid in most yeah. of the films understandably so because he like honestly he's iconic with that character now the thing is like i think only recently was iron man dethroned on my list oh yeah and it's it's gonna sound bad because it's like oh it's the latest film and yes it is the latest film and it's the freshest in my mind but like spider-man actually was like no way home was so good i loved mm. it so much that i think that's actually my favorite at the moment yeah i can understand why though because it brought a lot to the table like it brought a lot of that nostalgia back and even like it still had kept with that sort of um modern sort of spot like the tom holland spider-man sort of vibe though you know what i mean yeah plus it it turned it around whereas like tom holland spider-man so far before the second film like even most of the second film was still sort of like a sort of like a happy little romp you know like oh i'm a teenager and i'm a superhero kind of thing you know like it felt really light-hearted mm. until the end of the second film and then it rolls over to this film mm -hmm. and like now peter has to actually realize it's not all as easy as he thought it 
it was mm -hmm. his actions have consequences and that's where you get now you know this film you get the famous line you know with great power comes great responsibility yeah. and he has to deal with a lot of heavy stuff and there's some scenes in it that you're just like man that's really good mm -hmm. like for example yeah. spoilers again if you haven't seen it don't complain you've had enough time uh, <laughs> like you know when after may dies and he's on the roof of the school and he's needs all the help like he needs to yes. be brought out of that funk right and you've got mj there and ned and then you've got toby and andrew and they're like mm -hmm. you know like they're all like look you need you need to power through this. We've all gone through it. It's tough, but that's what happens when you're Spider-Man. This what this is what happens when you live this life. This is what mm. you chose, and unfortunately, that's what you have to deal with. And like, I felt like that film like dealt with a lot of stuff that it it, it just felt like Tom Holland Spider-Man almost was never going to touch for some reason. Yeah, it's it, like it kind of like pushed it. Like they did, they just told that story so well. Like it, like it's the fact that Aunt May died is like kind of like it kind of needed to happen so like peter parker from that universe actually like felt that pain and yeah you probably that it, like the, you proper see that when he's fighting green goblin at the end oh man that was so good as well because it's like they Honestly. they build it up like oh i'm good now don't worry about me guys mm -hmm. i'm solid right and you go through all of that cool fight scenes you know each spider-man is doing their thing and then it comes down to that and it's just a beat down that's mm -hmm. all it is. It's Peter working out all of his aggression, but he's, you know, he's still a kid. So he forgets he's got to control himself, that he's a superhuman and that if he really wanted to, he could kill this guy right now. And he really, really wants to. And he almost mm -hmm. does because, you know, when he picks up the glider after beating yeah. the crap out of him and you're like, oh, no, here we go. Like, this is it. This is bad. But then, like, they managed to convince him not to do it because of the other Spider-Men. And you're just like, oh, man, it's heart wrenching. But can we just talk about this is like my favorite my favorite point of this film right like when i finished watching no way home i fucking loved willem dafoe in this oh my god he was so good he was like I, honestly he was like my favorite part of the thing just because he brought that villainous like top level villain dude he was like the best performance in the whole film 100% like the the craze in his eyes the fact that he can just bring that out is just like bro the the switch was amazing because he he went from norman to goblin and you can see that in his eye the switch that, that that is it like the switch between norman and fucking yeah. green goblin is insane everything was so good down from like his tone to his body yeah. language like everything it was like a completely different person when he was norman osborne he was so confused and timid and yeah. you're like oh man i feel bad for him and then when he's the goblin you're just like wow like wow the transformation is real yeah see this is the thing right when it, when the, with the toby Maguire spider-man films like i always felt like the second one was better than the first one yeah uh just because like I've, i don't know i prefer doc ock as a villain but i don't know man like seeing willem in this fucking film i'm just like nah this guy is next up he's easily one of the top villains in the whole marvel franchise i'm willing to say because like he just brought like granted that like, he's probably not the most powerful he's not like Thanos snap kill half the universe vibes no he's not but like i know what you mean it is just like oh in terms of villains he is like the performance man the performance is too good 
he was so sadistic and it was done so well that you actually really hated him when he switched yeah. to goblin you really yeah. really physically hated him and like when peter's giving him the beat down you're like yeah you deserve that yeah and even then with the beat down you know that's playing into goblin's hands as well because he wants that yeah you know for a fact that even even when peter's winning you know for a fact that Goblin's still getting the upper, like the higher ground with that beatdown. That's that's how good it is. Yeah, well, because that's what he wanted, isn't it? Like he kept he the whole film. He was basically saying to Peter, "You've got all this power, and you don't know how to use it to take what you want." And that whole beatdown was exactly what Goblin wanted. He wanted mm-hmm. Peter to sink into the depths of despair and use his powers to take what he wants and at that moment he wanted mm-hmm. Peter to kill him because then yeah. Peter would be no better than he is. Mm-hmm. It was just like, man, incredible. Like that, that film really did bring it. Like that, that was a great film. Yeah. And that's why, even though I still really like Iron Man, uh, I think No Way Home is like, for me, the best Marvel film at the moment. And I say mm. at the moment because we've got way more films to come. Doesn't seem like the MCU is going to stop anytime soon. No, so who knows? If, I, you know, if from Iron Man to No Way Home, they've just been getting better and better at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, Feige is given more freedom to directors and writers, who knows what's to come? I mean, we still got yeah, like yeah. Doctor Strange 2, uh, Multiverse yeah. of Madness. And that, I don't know if you've heard, but like, apparently they've been doing reshoots so there's more cameos and stuff from other heroes in different universes and things like this film is like technically chalking up to be like an utter madness of a film that should probably be on paper like the best one this is this is the thing right like i think they've seen the success of spider-man they're like okay cool how do we improve Marvel films like for this in the future? And honestly, the whole multiverse thing is in, like it opened up so many more opportunities. I mean, like they like they like teased all multiverse stuff even in the Disney Plus shows because that's yeah. how it all like feeds into it. That's like what Loki is about with the TVA, like and like the whole wonder wonder and vision. Like that's what she was doing. She created her own little universe, and she even like. They got the actor who played uh, Quicksilver in the Fox films, mm-hmm. like in uh, the uh, younger version of the X Men, and he mm-hmm. he was in it for a little bit. And they were like, "What? He's like Quicksilver?" But then like they they do a little switcheroo, and it's like, "Oh no, it's actually just the actor who played the character." <laughs> oh, okay, I get you. I see. I haven't seen any of the um, Disney Plus shows because uh, i only got disney plus i use a friend's account recently they're all very good ex- the only one that i sort of didn't enjoy as much because i didn't think it was a tv series is um falcon and the winter soldier felt more like a short film okay because it's it's shot and feels like any other captain america like movie mm-hmm. but you know with tv it's sort of like there's a certain pacing and there's a way you tell stories that's a bit different and it just felt like because everyone knows that falcon and the winter soldier basically leads on to captain america 4 but it it literally just felt like a short film that normally they probably would have put on youtube or something that goes in between like avengers and then captain america so it's like filling in the gaps, basically. Yeah, because you, yeah, okay. you see what happens after Steve Rogers like gives up the shield, and then mm-hmm. it fills in and is like, you know, oh, they'll return in Captain America. Because anyone who knows comic books, even a little bit, Falcon is at one point the new Captain America. Okay, interesting. But like the other two, I would definitely suggest like, uh, Wonder Vision is 
really interesting because it it does like a whole like tv trope thing so each mm. episode kind of goes through a different time period of tv mm-hmm. okay so it's like it's just interesting how they like the costume and set design change and like the kind of weird situations you get put into but it somehow leads into a bigger story which then will lead into the mcu okay yeah that's this is that's fair because i could, the thing is i i think i've said this to many people and i um I got mixed reviews on the mixed mixed reviews on how I felt about this, but um, like I'm not like Wanda and Vision, like Scarlet Witch and Vision, they're not my favorite characters. I understand that. Like in in out of like a selection, like I think there's certain things that I've just. I don't know. I don't vibe them as much, which is why a lot of people said that One Division is good. Yeah, it is a really good show. I am inclined to try and like push through my biases. And I, I would sort of suggest you give do. it a shot. Yeah. Because, I mean, whilst we've been bigging up the MCU, there is the downfall or the downside of being invested in the MCU in which you're kind of almost required to watch everything that yes. is even remotely linked to it. Because at some point, you're kind of watch something. And if you miss something, you're like, I don't know what that's about. And someone will explain it. And you're like, oh, that's because I didn't watch that TV show or I didn't watch that mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only problem with the MCU nowadays. You kind of locked in. Yeah. It's so connected, but it's branched out so much further than just films. Like, I feel like if I want to watch Multiverse of Madness as well, I feel like I have to watch WandaVision because yeah. like you've seen that uh, like Scarlet Witch is in that trailer. Yeah. So... It kind of, I kind of need to fill in the gaps where I was. The reason she like looks the way she does is directly from WandaVision, so you should probably watch that for that. Yeah, I think Loki also kind of ties into that, but I don't think so heavily. Like Loki is one of the ones that I actually do really want to watch because I absolutely love. Like Loki is a great villain in the MCU anyway. I love the show, but I also love Tom H- Tom Hiddleston's like a good actor as well. So. I easily recommend Loki. Like that's such a good show. But also, mm-hmm. you know, like there's more shows coming, so <laughs> free up some time. Yeah, that's it. Well, you got Hawkeye as well. That's that's out there. Oh yeah, Hawkeye was all right. It, it wasn't too bad. It was a decent way to show off the, you know, mm-hmm. essentially the new Hawkeye. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then there's also fucking uh, Moon Knights coming out soon as well. Dude, the trailer for that looked awesome. I haven't seen the trailer, so I need again. I I probably just need to go through a time of just watching all these Marvel shows yeah. on Disney Plus. There's what if, I know. I know it's probably not tied into as much, but the Marvel What If. Ah, but they are. Are they actually okay? <laughs> well, so for uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, you've seen that trailer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's that other Doctor Strange, the Dark One yeah like the evilish looking one he's uh-huh. there's a version of him in what if a lot of people the theory is that the one from what if is the one in the movie okay 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 i need to watch it and that in that film also there's other cameos from characters mm. in what if but okay. also just watch what if because they're actually really good they were even if they weren't connected they were cool and i would recommend yeah. you watch them the animation's pretty good and they tell some interesting stories that you might not have ever thought about in the mcu or like in the Marvel universe in general. I've heard of two. Like there's some. I was talking to someone yesterday, and they were saying that um, there's one where if Ultron won yeah. in uh, Avengers two, and there's the zombies one as well. Yeah. So th- those two that have been recommended to me. So, but okay. Um, 
If I were to start watching these then, is there a specific order I should watch these in? Like, do I have to watch them in chronological order when they're released? Or is there certain ones that you say, oh, I'd watch this one first? Like, I don't think the show's actually linked to each other, which is good. Okay, sounds. So, like, if I wanted to watch... Because I really want to watch Loki, right? Yeah, I think you can just pick and choose. You just watch whatever okay sounds i'm sure okay. somebody online has figured out a watch order but i would say personally just watch in whatever order you feel like because mm-hmm. they their details will leak into the mcu but i'm pretty sure they don't link together in any way i get you okay i'll okay yeah i'll uh, add it to my list on uh, those sort of things on the other hand um what i actually finished watching yesterday uh Quinston, is uh eternals have you seen that at all i have uh what did you think before i say what i think okay so my thoughts on eternals again there's gonna be spoilers here so just a little spoiler warning for uh even if it is um uh, it's spoilers for my opinion like uh, we can spoil it i don't think you'll be missing out on much okay (laughs) so i thought first half of the film was such a slog i literally (laughs) turned it off halfway through because i was just like i'm not vibing with this i don't really like it that much I was like, this is the thing, right? I got halfway through and I've asked multiple people, have you watched Eternals? I'm struggling with it. And everyone's like, no, I haven't watched that film. It, like, so I've asked some like some of the biggest Marvel fans I know. Like, oh, what did you think? Like, what do you think of Eternals? They're like, oh, we haven't actually watched it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I was like one of the first people, like clearly you've watched it. So maybe I should have asked you. <laughs> um, but second half, I thought got better. Like, I, there's the first half of it. I was just like, "This is this is painful to get through." But yeah, it like I think when it got into towards the end, when um again spoilers, it's when Icarus Icarus's true motives were revealed. Yeah, that was cool. That and honestly, I still think that Richard Madden, who plays Icarus, is actually a phenomenal actor as well. Um, like he came through, like he did a good villain there, and like um and there's like it's sort of like coming together, like some of the some of the Eternals come together fighting. I thought, well, okay, it's quite good action. Not the best action we've seen in Marvel movies, but still decent enough. Um, if I saw it in cinemas, I think I'd be disappointed. But I'm kind of like, uh, no, I feel like it's all right. I don't think it's horrible. The first half is a slog. Second half gets better. But what, what did you think of it, though? What did you think of it? I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost watched it in cinemas and i'm glad i didn't manage to because like you said if i had paid to watch that film in the cinema i would have been pissed off and i would want a refund (laughs) but i knew some people who watched it and they told me it was like the worst film ever i don't think Mm. it's quite the worst film ever it's very close to one of the worst marvel films ever but it's not as bad as people say pepe's right it's very slow to start and i think the biggest problem was that they kind of wanted you to care about these fucking celestial beings, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not very established. Yeah, You just sort of it's see like... them do stuff and then it's like modern day. And then yeah. they're like, care for these people. And you're like, I don't even know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> it is that sort of thing. Right? And it's like sort of like if you did an Avengers film, but you didn't introduce Iron, you didn't do all the backstory of Iron yeah. Man, Captain America, Thor. Well, you just bring him straight in and it kind of just feels like, it feels you don't know the characters enough. And as as you said, mate, it's it, it isn't the worst film I've seen. There's other film, other Marvel films I've seen. Oh yeah, I, there's definitely one in my mind already. Okay, okay like going off of this because we wanted to like, I'm interested to see what your least favorite Marvel film is. Okay, go. On. I'm curious. 
uh, easily I will say Thor 2 is uh-huh. the yeah. worst Marvel film ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't blame any of the actors like okay like people mm-hmm. they worked hard I'm sure everyone worked hard on that film but that film was god awful it was <laughs> boring the whole time and like half yeah. of it didn't make sense yeah. and you just didn't give a shit the only reason I cared was because they filmed in London that was it <laughs> yeah it, it really was a step down like this is the thing right I think the first they filmed in the UK film, like that's the only thing I care about like it was in Greenwich yeah <laughs> uh, they did a bit of that uh, but oh no the first Thor film I thought was very average I think Thor 2 Dark World was a bit of a, was a step down from average so it's below average but Thor 3 was sick I absolutely loved Oh, okay. Uh, the way you were talking there, I was gonna, I, f- I was gonna like, oh, we're gonna have words. If you're gonna say Ragnarok was the <laughs> no, worst no, one, no, I'm, no. I'm about to have words with you. D- dramatic pause for effects. <laughs> nah, um, nah. Thor three was sick. I think that was the one of the best ones. Like, it's it's a top tier Marvel film. That oh, dude, Ragnarok was so good, so good. Uh, like, man, I gotta just give a shout out to Korg because he is the fucking best <laughs> part of that film. <laughs> It's just like, it's just Taika what's he just doing his best. Oh, bro. Like, Korg is the best character. Like, so freaking good. <laughs> Although that does make me excited for um the fourth for Thor movie. Fucking hell, that's a tongue yeah, twister. Thor, 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 Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Love and Thunder, because it's Jane Foster as Thor. And that's always interesting. I'm I'm open to seeing what else like whatever comes next. Like I'm I'm curious though. It'd be good if I was to say my least favorite. It's probably gonna fall down to I'd say like you said like Dark World is is there, and I think maybe Iron Man two as well. Yeah, because I uh, like Iron Man three is borderline there as well because I like oh God Iron Man three is so close as well. Yeah, I Iron Man one was so good. And then you bring in two, which is just like a massive step down. And like, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't really vibe with the villain that was in it. Uh, with, Whiplash, uh, Mickey. Yeah, Whiplash. That was it. Uh, I, I, I didn't think he was that much of a threat. And then like, it, like I think it got to a point. You know, like Marvel films had that sort of comedy element to them. Yeah. And that, but that, there's also that good, like a good amount of action, right? Where like this just felt like a comedy movie rather than like action like the, the iron man that we saw the um the problem is and i i watched a video about it ages ago is um they released iron man without mm-hmm. the thought of doing the avengers yet because they wasn't sure how successful it would be yeah and yeah. then iron man was like the most popular and then they could launch all these other films and then they tried to set up for the avengers so actually iron man 2 is a soft reboot of Iron Man so that he fits more into the MCU and the Avengers. Because, oh. like, you know, he, like, learns all his lessons and stuff in the first one, and it seems like in the second one he has to, like, do it all over again, and it was really weird. That's why. is because they soft-rebooted him so that he could learn some lessons and improve himself so then he could then be considered for the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. It was a bad choice. It is, yeah. And they got Don Cheadle in it, though, so... Yeah. <laughs> Was it Cuba Gooding Jr. they had in the first one and then they replaced him? No, it was... Um, was it not Cuba Gooding? I forget. Was it, was it not? Fuck. No, I forget the guy's name. Either way, it's someone different. It is someone different. It's someone different, yeah. Oh, fair. Okay, I got that wrong. 
Um, but no, Don Cheadle's sick in it. Like, uh, granted, I don't think like um, War Machine is it War Machine? Yeah, War Machine. Yeah, I was about to say War Machine. No, that's, <laughs> that's a different character, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's from Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, War Machine. Like, uh, granted, I don't think he's the best character in the MCU. But like, Don Cheadle's a good actor, so it's fine. Well, I mean, from everything I know, like War Machine is normally just like the more like weaponized or standard weaponized yeah. like Iron Man. That's that's when you're like, okay, we need the firepower, and then you send him in because he's got the Gatling gun on the shoulder and stuff. Yeah, exactly that. Um, but um, Iron Man two, like borderline Iron Man three as well. I was just like, eh. yeah. I will say though, I do love that they redeemed that Mandarin character. Yes, <laughs> from Iron Man three in Shang Chi, that was hilarious. That was yeah, that was actually brilliant. I love I love his little introduction that he came in. Like, I was like, and he's like, oh, I'm this thespian <laughs> sort <Yeah>. of, <laughs> and he's. Uh, what was the, what was the little creature he had? What he named it? Norris. Norris. Norris or Morris or both. I mean, I feel like it was more. I feel like it was Morris actually. But it was that was so cute, man. That that little uh, that ooh. thing was cute. But like that guy's character was so funny. Like, oh, I good, became yeah. an actor because my mom sh- took me to see Planet of the Apes, and I thought <laughs> if monkeys could do it, so could I. Yeah. <laughs> and I like you. You mean actual monkeys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is, it is good like, is it ben kingsley yeah yeah he, he's that's that's a good thing about these marvel films they have the budget to get these sick actors on board i oh, do like so many big names and like it's sometimes they don't even do what you think they do yeah see this is okay this is i like, talk about big names as well supposedly what do you think about tom cruise as iron man we've seen the rumors i think that's interesting and i think think if it's just a cameo they, they could get him they could easily get him if they had the money to pay rdj every time and the entire cast and the amount of money these films make yeah. I, I can't see that disney wouldn't fork out the money to get him to appear for like i don't know like a minute or something even mm. as just like a what if you know like uh no with with tom cruise there it kind of like nothing against tom cruise right but like he had i feel like his peak was in the like maybe early 2000s maybe 90s sort of thing right what you reckon he doesn't have the appeal to not that he doesn't have the appeal but like do i <laughs> i feel like having tom cruise as iron man kind of feels like a meme at this point like it feels like it just feels like it's kind of dated you know what i mean yeah but i'd still like to see it <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong like i reckon like he'd probably do a sick job at it but like i have nothing against tom cruise like he's he's done some sick films I mean, I think the cooler rumor for cameos is that, like, supposedly, uh, Hugh Jackman might be coming back as Wolverine for a cameo. If, like, obviously, yeah, I'm down for that. Like, yeah. We Hugh Jackman's, like, yeah. So there's some things like that, or, like, they might have Agent Carter, who is coming back, but as the what-if version, where she's Captain America instead. Well, not Captain America, but she's Captain Carter. So she takes the super serum instead. Yeah. And so, like, there's supposedly cameos like that. There's a lot of these kind of things that I'm like, I'm excited for that. I think it'd be really cool, as long as it's done well and not just sort of like, oh, look, here's a character for the sake of it. And you're just like, yeah. oh, wow, you're just trying to, di- like, distract me from the shit that's on the screen. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> as long as it's done well and there's a reason for it yeah and not just sort of like just because we can yeah i get that i'm open to see what happens anyway i need to i feel like i need to go into these disney plus 
shows and actually kind of like get a little deep dive <laughs> yeah especially if the what if as well if it, if it ties into multiverse oh dude seriously those what ifs are so good they are so good i really really enjoyed them and like as, as soon as it was coming to an end they were like yeah we're doing a season two and like basically the internet and the world like exploded with excitement me included because it's like they were really fucking good if i had to recommend any of the shows that what if is probably one of the first ones i would recommend I just really enjoyed them. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll start that next. I'm going to start What If next. I'm going to do that. Because I think it ties into the multiverse quite well as well. And that comes out in May? Multiverse of Madness, right? Is that is that right? Yeah. I feel like it's May. Uh, like I think so, yeah. It's supposed to be out close to summer, isn't it? Like, it's one of the first ones to release this year. It's like they get like they're slowly getting back into the like theatrical releases of these films now. They're like they've gone past the whole hey it's available to stream. It is. They've gone into like yep there we go cinema releases. There we go. I think they pick and choose to be honest, and like they can easily also afford to be like we are doing a theatrical release, but the film's mm. also going to come out on Disney Plus like a month, two months later because we can. Uh, a bit of controversy around that, Nathan, especially with Scarlett Johansson. So. Yeah, okay, but like, as long as they're like sorting out contracts and shit before they make those decisions. <laughs> yeah, that's or... it, isn't it, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, did you watch Black Widow as well? I haven't seen Black Widow, no. Okay, so I will say this you're not missing out much. It was an okay, okay yeah. film, but I felt like it might have been better as a TV show. Much like Eternals, yeah. I think, would have been better as a TV show or whatever. It was, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, a weird one but i mean like as much as it sucked mm -hmm. it's like not the film but like the situation right you it's like well it's either the film doesn't come out at all because no one could go to the cinema or we put it on streaming services and people could still watch it yeah so like it's, yeah you make the best out of a bad situation it is it is i know we don't i don't think we know enough about what went on behind the scenes as well there's all there's obviously stuff in the media right now but we don't know exactly yeah what went down there's always like another side to the story that you sometimes don't hear about so i will say though like they focused on the weirdly on the right character in that film which is her sister okay yeah because and they're gonna yeah because she leads in and you know obviously she uh she appears she will appear more because obviously scarlett johansson's character is dead yeah i feel like this is the this is the thing they're obviously trying to like move on to another avengers sort of thing like hey here's another I'm trying not to say too much of what I know because I'm like, now you've said, oh, I'm going to go watch these shows at some point. So I'm like, okay, I better not say too much because I don't want to spoil <laughs> it for you and for, you know, the people who haven't watched these things. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. We'll, uh, we'll come back to it at some point. <laughs> but like, yeah, that, that film was all right. It's, it should have been a TV show. Speaking of TV shows, did you watch any of the Netflix Defenders? I, I watched all of the Netflix ones. Okay, so I I didn't see any Jessica Jones, but I did see um, Iron Fist, oh. uh, Daredevil, and Luke Cage. Luke Cage, I haven't seen the second season of, and I I just about got through Iron Fist. I think I think I finished it. I can't even remember. Okay, so it's a yeah. shame you didn't watch Jessica Jones because that's actually one of the better ones. I've heard that. That's that's what. And Iron Fist is easily the worst the worst out of the four yeah. but then if you put in defenders then defenders is pretty bad too oh is it okay i think i got i think i started first episode of defenders trying to go in blind even though i hadn't seen jessica jones it's not great because like it they didn't seem to know how to like put the four characters together in one series yeah so it sort of just felt like each one 
written from their individual shows had like stuff to do and then they would try and slot in one of the other characters it Uh, didn't feel very good i will say though i do appreciate that uh i forget his surname i know his first name for some reason uh the guy who plays daredevil charlie something i appreciate that he's back because i did really like him as as matt murdoch and as daredevil they were like that was a good that was a good little cameo in No Way Home as well. I lived like that. I also have to say I really like that Vincent D'Onofrio is also back as Kingpin. Oh yes, but you'll know that from Hawkeye. It's not a spoiler because you'll see him anyway. I've seen, I've, I've seen, yeah, I've seen that he's back in these sort of things. So it's like... but like those, those are two that I'm really glad are back. I would actually like to see Kirsten Ritter come back for Jessica Jones as well, but that's if Jessica Jones comes into the mcu i'm not entirely Mm. sure how it's going to work because the netflix shows are getting removed from netflix on the 31st of march i believe that was announced recently and the uh marvel haven't actually said if any of these actors are coming back to reprise their roles like we didn't even know if he was coming back to be daredevil but people Mm. were hoping and it's like i kind of want john berenthal to come back as punisher as well oh that was yeah okay he was i remember he, he was sick in the second season there level yeah i i thought punisher was really good as well mm. luke cage the guy who plays luke cage i'd like to see him come back but i don't know because like those the actors for that show they like they like moved around a lot like uh i think one of the guys in it he's actually the new blade so i don't think he could reprise <laughs> his role from a character in luke cage anymore if they're getting taken down do you think they'll be put on disney plus I don't know. Or do you think they just get taken down completely? Because I think if they get put on Disney Plus, and like it feels like there's that it boosts that chance of those that actors coming back and those characters coming back. The only one I can see coming back on Disney Plus is Daredevil, but that's because the two biggest characters from that have been confirmed. Daredevil himself yeah. and Kingpin are in the MCU now, so that I could see maybe but i actually don't really see these netflix move like uh shows moving to disney plus at all i think i personally think Mm. that they're just going to take them down and then that is it because Mm -hmm. disney basically kind of want to wipe these things away so that they could potentially do their own thing yeah is it the same with because obviously all the spider-man films are on uh, netflix as well like are they taking them down as well I haven't heard anything about the Spider-Man films getting taken down, but that's also a different thing. Because yeah. like you said before, we there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things we don't know, so we don't know what's in the contract between Disney and Sony on that. Yeah. So I don't know if it's Disney who control the streaming rights or if it's Sony who do. Mm. It's a bit of a weird like business gray area i always found it weird that um far from home was actually on netflix that's how i watched it <laughs> i always found that quite weird considering disney had their streaming service out at that point again it, it's one of those and it like we don't know who controls what exactly but yeah we'll see where it goes see where the future of marvel holds is there any like sort of like i don't really know many marvel heroes like apart from the mcu ones just because i'm not I, I haven't read any of the comic books or anything and i'm very not very clued up on tv shows but is there any characters that you want to see come back like within the marvel universe like are you are you hyped about any certain heroes at all um i want to see how they will do any of the x-men mm-hmm. or because it's supposedly going to be the last film on the slate for this phase of marvel films i want to see how they want it they're going to do fantastic four as well oh yeah bloody fantastic four because we had those early 2000s films that were kind of like kids films 
Uh, I only watched the first one. Although I didn't mind the first one. I didn't mind the first one. I thought that was quite good. Like I liked the first one. I didn't watch Silver Surfer. We were kids at the same time. So uh, I saw Silver Surfer and it was weird. <laughs> and then um, I didn't watch that one they did where uh, Michael B. Jordan was the Human Torch. But I heard that film was terrible. But they only made that so they could keep the rights. The film rights anyway. Yeah. But I'd be interested to see how they do it. Mostly because I'm like, the MCU has established like, they don't always do an origin story, right? Mm-hmm. Like with Spider-Man, we didn't have the origin story. He just was already Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious if they would do the same for the Fantastic Four. Like, are we going to get an origin story or are they just going to chuck them in? Do you know what I mean? Like, Ooh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I was thinking like, it, it kind of feels weird if they do another origin story. Like, because I feel like they've really been established a little bit, but eh, who knows where they'll go with it. Sorry. Plus, I mean, the, the origin story isn't that fantastic anyway like they go into space they get hit with a like a solar uh flare or something and then they come yeah. back with powers like yeah it's like batman's origin story you kind of don't need it anymore you know like everyone knows and i feel like fantastic four is along that way but along with the fantastic four i because i've been talking to people about it and i was one i'm wondering if they'll do the marvel illuminati and basically that's dr strange professor x black panther namor the the Submariner and Iron Man come together to basically behind closed doors decide how they're going to protect the world because they're the leaders of like different aspects of like the superhuman culture. Interesting. Okay. And I'm wondering if they would do that in the MCU, but how would they do that when there's no Iron Man right now? Yeah. Uh, Namor the Submariner isn't in the MCU yet. Mm-hmm. Reed Richards from Fantastic Four isn't in the mcu yet uh professor x isn't in the mcu yet so it's like (laughs) it's we're a long way off yeah well also like in itself i kind of want to see what black panther 2 is going to be like it's actually going ahead they started production again like uh i know the the fan base was saying you can just recast him Mm -hmm. and like i know that his family was saying like it's fine recast him that's what he would want for the the character yeah. rather than like making a it's different fair, black yeah. panther and just leaving that the actual character of t'challa to just not exist anymore yeah yeah that's fair and there's a big lot of big shoes to fill with that um yeah yeah Chad, chadwick boseman was very very good yeah it was a good that was a, that was a good movie i love that um I'll be interested to see, like, that sounds like a good concept, though. Like, I feel like it's going to be, down, like, further down the line with the Illuminati thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're called the Illuminati. That's what's weird about it, because, you know, like, yeah. to say that in real life is, like, it feels like you're going to bring on all the, like, internet conspiracy theorists and yeah. whatever. Oh, I can't wait for the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you. I feel like if that does happen, it's going to be way in the future, and it's maybe not something you'll see or hear of a lot, but like they'll have sprinklings of it and it'll probably be to do with whatever the next big bad is after Kang the Conqueror uh, or whoever's mm. after him or however many big bads is in the future. I mean, they still got, uh, what's his face as well? Um, Galactus, that's a thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like right now, we don't even technically know who the true big bad is. Yeah. Again, it's like Kang the Conqueror has been shown and we know he's pretty bad and Galactus is sort of teased, I think you know like we don't know if both or one of them 
you know like we don't know what's going on so i don't know i feel like it's a great time to be a marvel movie fan or like Mm -hmm. marvel multimedia franchise fan and Mm -hmm. it sucks if you don't know because you have got so much to catch up on there's a lot (laughs) there's there's a lot to process with that franchise right now but yeah that's fair um anything else you want to say about marvel stuff nathan um not that i can think off the top of my head uh i'd if anything maybe another episode on marvel stuff because yeah we only scratched the surface and we've been just talking like about little things all over the place and there's so much more we could talk about so maybe in another episode yeah um but no thank you for listening guys and check us out on all podcast platforms and is that all nathan are we good yeah we're good bye guys bye